Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of We Know How to Read. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And I'm Jessica. And as you have just heard, we have the wonderful Jessica Cage on this week's episode of They Know How to Write. And we are so, so excited to have her on. So Thank welcome. you guys so much. <laughs> Yes, welcome to uh, our chaotic yes. podcast. <laughs> um, Jessica is another author that we met while we were at Imaginarium. Y'all are seeing again a theme here. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so wonderful talking to you at Imaginarium. And we are so, so glad that you're back to talk some more. So, yes. Yes. Thank you guys so much. I know uh, <laughs> with me kind of trying to fit things in my schedule, I was like, oh, please don't kick me off your list. <laughs> No, 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 you, no. We, so I tell this, I've told this to a few of the people that have been on the podcast mm-hmm. at this point. Um, I had a, a plan of attack and <laughs> your name was in the top five of the, oh, like, <laughs> so we, we met up in the hotel and I was like, all right, Megan, I have a map of the room. This is the authors. I've highlighted their names and their tables. We're going to go boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah. I am so type A. <laughs> I was just like, all right, we're going to go here first. Because mm. we we had moments of like pure panic and like, I don't even know what it was. We would go like talk to you and then we would go um, hide somewhere and have like a few deep breaths before we like re-entered <laughs> the room because we were like, oh my gosh, we just talked to the, oh, we were starstruck. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I still find it hard to believe anyone thinks of me in that light. Like I'm just... <laughs> It's kind of wild because like a lot of the authors are just like, we're just people. And I'm like, but no, you're, you're on my but, bookshelf. But- <laughs> like I, I, I have your work. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> we're going to start off our interview with some icebreaker questions, mm-hmm. some just little get to know you things for our listeners to kind of have a, a theme we're going on here. And then I like to collect it all. And then I make a pretty little pie chart at the end. <laughs> I like looking at the data. <laughs> so since we are a fantasy geared podcast, one of the mm-hmm. questions that we like to ask everybody, also we are um, millennials, so we have no hope. And <laughs> we're going to ask you, what is your Hogwarts house? Or do you have a Hogwarts house? Have you thought about this? I'm Ravenclaw. Now, I will say that I I don't know very much about Harry Potter, but my best friend forced me to take the quiz. Good. Ah, good. Um, That's a good best friend. That is a good best friend. (laughs) I don't know. We need to know. I was like, oh, okay. Finally. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. This is our first Ravenclaw this season. Yes. Yeah. Natalie is, has been very, uh, well, we had one that was like a mix between Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, but you're our first yeah. true Ravenclaw. <gasps> Natalie is a Ravenclaw, so she is very, hey. very excited. <laughs> I am a Hufflepuff, so I'm just always excited. <laughs> okay, so this connection makes sense. My best friend is a Hufflepuff. And- oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I it all makes sense. I, I collect Hufflepuffs. It's like a thing. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that a lot of my friends are, are Hufflepuffs. I'm like oh yeah. come on my little babies I think we need them <laughs> to balance us out you know yes because <laughs> yes. I got excited like oh a pie chart like <laughs> <laughs> I love that yes because I like to look at the data at the end to see like the variety it's fascinating yeah. well that's see that's why I love story graphs so much more than Goodreads oh but hey it gives you the pie charts 
but you don't use it. No, like I, I hate use it. it. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just, I don't like logging all this stuff. <laughs> I, d- I go through periods where I just like dump books in there. Yeah. And that's I'm like, true. I, cause it's out of sight, out of mind kind of situation mm-hmm. for me. That's fine. All right. Well, welcome fellow Ravenclaw. so kind of jumping off that same note um this could also be a very nerdy question depending on how you look at it uh but also just fantasy based um but what uh element would you be fire water earth or air i'm fire yeah i mean if she has (laughs) my thing is dragons and phoenixes like i freaking love them i have eight 80 dragon statues and figurines all around my office um I love that so definitely fire for me Jessica I hate to inform this to you but um (laughs) we are now best friends (laughs) (laughs) I am a Ravenclaw who loves fire (laughs) (laughs) you are my first like twin listen this is home now. Okay. I, it is, yes. So happy. Um, I am water, so I'm the, you know, the opposite, but oh, yeah. I, feel, I feel connected. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it. Oh, yes. Um, this is great. <laughs> I feel validated in this moment because up until this point, no, like no one's been a Ravenclaw. Most people, I don't think anybody has picked fire most people pick water or earth and I'm just like I'm fire (laughs) but it burns that's how I feel I'm I'm having I'm I'm having a moment here yes I love fire this is all based off of avatar the last airbender (laughs) yes okay we are here there we go there we go (laughs) I love like and a lot of people have a love Uh I love Azula like her character is amazing Azula is everything right yeah like oh she oof, I love her I and like fire nation <laughs> so yeah cool. I I love the idea of being able to shoot lightning out of my fingertips because like yes. I used to practice that like move when I was a kid <laughs> <laughs> to bring you through across the heart oh yeah and then he's like oh. yes um Amazing. I I used to practice the uh training montage scene from Mulan that's what I I would uh, go into my backyard and I would cut a piece of bamboo because we have bamboo growing in my backyard and I would use that as my training I I had no hope (laughs) (laughs) I was an only child left alone to my advice like myself in my backyard (laughs) so that's what I did he has a bunch of katanas and he's just walking around like practicing yeah amazing I love that All right, so our final question is Oh yeah. Um a little bit more involved. But, it is. Um if you could invite any three people, living, dead, character, cartoon characters, any fictional like any anyone, um who would they be? Ooh. Um so this is real and fictional people. Right? Yeah, anyone, Anybody. real, alive, dead, celebrity, not celebrity, fictional, cartoon, okay, cartoon animal. Um, 
First, I would say L.A. Banks, because she's like my favorite author, um, and she passed away before I could meet her, even though several of my friends met her and were like, oh, she's not great. And I'm like, y'all can stop telling me that because my heart, but L.A. LA Banks would be one. Um, Hmm. This is difficult. I would say Akasha um, from Queen of the Dead. Okay. I I would want to meet her um because I love a good vampire and then also I would say one of my characters his name is Jax he's a dragon I love him so much that he he appears on like 10 of my books that have nothing to do with each other but I find a way to just thread him through there I love that figuring here right here is his character for me so I I would definitely bring him to life and just like chill with Jax for a while yeah I love that so much you're I I think you might be the first person to pick one of their own book characters yeah yeah. Really? yeah yeah I love that that I never <laughs> thought about that before with like yeah you know we could create them too yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah there are so yeah. many honestly that I would just pluck out and be like girl what would you know I mean like, you could have as you could have as many dinner parties as you want yeah. like you could have one every you know you could have a set group for every day of the week yeah Ooh. I like that idea. (laughs) I think I would probably go crazy, but yeah. Yeah, I think so too, but you know. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's a good list. I love that. That is a good list. I love that you have him just kind of throughout all that. Through everything. That's like a a little Easter egg. Yeah. All of my books are kind of connected in like my own cage and universe. Um, So Jax is one of those characters. There are two others that just kind of pop along in and out of different storylines i mean who needs the avengers when they have you right it's like <laughs> sounds the same to me pretty close <laughs> <laughs> all right so now we're getting into the real deal yes. <laughs> I, I can't say that yes. seriously because it's not that serious <laughs> so you started writing i guess 12 13 years ago now right like, I guess publishing, uh, yeah. working yeah, on that, that was, yeah? Yes. And since then, how many novels have you actually published? Um, I just released my 38th uh, novel, or solo novel, so yes. Wild. I mean, amazing. I'm, I'm, that is, congratulations. That is yes. awesome. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I want to like say, I don't want to use it how do you do it <laughs> what is your writing like what is the, your drafting process versus versus like your writing process like what you know how do you get to where you are now this is amazing yeah I don't have a drafting process I'm a okay. pantser so okay. down. that was going to be our next yeah. question yeah. okay <laughs> I have so many works that I try to like plot out in advance. I'm like, I'm going to elevate to plotter and those books will never be seen. Like they will mm. sit in that folder to decay. For the rest of time. <laughs> <laughs> I will never go back to them. Oh, um, but yeah. I do something that I call scope writing. So I just sit down and write the gist of the story as it flows mm. through me. Mm. And I don't think about like plot holes and all the things that we have to fix later. I just let it flow. And I think for pantsers, that's something that we get caught up on. And that's why we don't finish books is because we're trying to like make it perfect from the jump. It's like, I can't do that, girl. You just gotta, you gotta get it out there and then deal with that and revisions and editing mm-hmm. and all that later. Um, and so once I got over trying to have it be perfect on the first go round, um, those first drafts just kind of flow out. And then, yeah, you have to do the work later, 
to clean it up and make sure mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to people when they read it. But <laughs> outside of that, yeah. I I envy you pantsers. I don't know how you do it. I cannot comprehend it at all. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell people it feels like I'm just watching something happen. Like I'm watching a movie mm-hmm. um, play out in my brain and I'm just writing it down. Um, yeah. And it's so weird because a lot of people say they don't they don't see images and things like that in their mm. head. And I'm like, how do you live? Like, how do you right? survive this world? Because <laughs> my brain's the same way. Like, I feel that I like to describe my writing process the same way. Like, I see it in my head and then I write it out loud. My husband told me the other day during a, a, a peer review, he's like, you know, you write really good stage directions. <laughs> and I was like, my fantasy novel is not stage directions. <laughs> I was like, get out of my office. <laughs> when it's time to adapt it to film, you know? Yeah, was there, just you like, go. there you go. Like, I was like, you get go away. <laughs> I've had a similar thing where like there was a hot second where I was like, maybe this should be like a comic book or a script and not actually a book because the stage directions were happening, but nothing else was. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute. I don't know how to draw. So first off, that's the first problem. <laughs> Uh, secondly, this needs to be a book, get over your, you know, figure it out, work through it. But yeah, yeah. There were a couple of books that I have on the back burner that like have gone through different stages of book, comic book slash graphic novel, which is it? Yeah. I know with my drafts, like I'll go back to start the revisions and there'll mm-hmm. be pages or just bullet points where my brain was like, this is what I think is happening here. And it'll be like 10 bullet points. And then I'll go on to the next chapter. So then I'm sitting there like, okay. <laughs> I That's wild. I love that you include the bullet points in your draft because that makes drafting just seem so much less scary. Like that didn't yeah. sound like an English sentence. I apologize. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the second week of school talking here. Um, is it, it Megan or is that just us? <laughs> yeah. We know how to read. We don't know how to speak. We know, we know. Um, but it just, it, it just seems so much more like less scary. Yeah. I, that's okay. one of those things how you get up, you get over getting caught on certain scenes. It's like, I think this is what happens. And then you go and you finish it and you come back like, well, that didn't make sense for what happened later. <laughs> so you it, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. B- bless my continuity editors. I love because that. they catch so many things that I miss. Because <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming you have content, like continuity editors going through. Stuff or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have had the rogue comment of like, <laughs> oh, how did the rope end up here? And I'm like, what rope? Like the rope that's that we <laughs> yes. No, it's I'm like, usually changing someone's name, and they're like, um, <laughs> "Is this the same person?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> My mood shifted, and I didn't like that name anymore, and I forgot to change it. <laughs> I love that so much. How you... do you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say you are a pantser icon because, <laughs> like, I would get so hung up if I was like wait their name is changing I'd have to go back and change everything but I love that you're like no we're just gonna keep going you are Megan's new icon (laughs) yes you are (laughs) you're Natalie's new best friend um yes my new pantser icon yes I'm I'm taking notes it's I was gonna say Megan do you have your pen ready because you need to be writing this down yes (laughs) I'll have my plotter I use that application called plotter I'll have it open and as I'm writing, I just throw notes in there and then I give that, you can export it and I give that to my editor like, here you go. In case something doesn't make sense later, she can refer to my yeah. notes. 
That's awesome. I'm going to out myself awesome. with all of my planning. I am a, <laughs> I am a, I'm a planner. All of it. The way my wrist is starting aching looking at the <laughs> What you can't see is like, I have, I have bloodlines. I have ancestry trees. I have maps. I also can draw. So like I draw all my characters and like. She was an art major. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> And an art teacher. So, I yeah. read your bio and it said yeah. that you like to dabble a little bit in the other arts, but writing's your number one. Do you? Yeah, I used to paint, like, <gasps> I used to paint to do major murals for high schools and uh, different schools around Chicago. So um, cool. Yeah, so cool. I've been in everything. I used to, when I was a kid, I told my mother I wanted to be a fashion designing lawyer. What? Don't okay. Ask where the combination came from, but my mom showed up with the mannequin and some fabric, and at one point I was making dresses. So, 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 Elle Woods, if she also continued Ooh, with her fashion design, yes, 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 so I love it. it. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I had my time. I guess. <laughs> I think it was a thing because I feel like I also wanted to be a fashion designer at one point. I had sketchbooks full of outfit designs like I was yeah. just like I didn't know how to yeah. sew but I couldn't I tried to sew one time and um it didn't work I tried to sew a pleat in like a sleeve and it just unraveled I don't know how I really don't know how this happened I, I basically stitched a wrinkle yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I was like no <laughs> I was I was in theater and I did costume design and I thought about being like doing costume design as a career but Ooh. very fleetingly and that yeah that went away very quickly but you know <laughs> that is really really cool so um painting Wait, I have fashion to design real oh, quick yes. about your painting uh what was your preferred acrylic water oil I have to ask <laughs> um I lean acrylic I love water I hate oil I just, <gasps> I'm so impatient I can't deal with the okay. Just yeah. come on and get it over with. <laughs> but I do like, the one thing I do like about oil is for fixing mistakes and like things mm, of yes. that nature. But because of the way my ADHD sometimes works, I would never let the oil mm. painting be finished. I would just never let it go. I just, you know, hyper-focused. So mm -hmm. I just can't because like it's still wet. I can still tweak it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah. it gets muddy and muddled and then uh, it gets flat. And then also yeah. with like ADHD and hyperfixation, if you have to leave the project, then it takes months to go back to the project. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I feel that. So you said that you see the story in your head. Does it typically start with like a launching point, like action, like with a scene or is, does like a character like jump out at you and you're like, I need to tell your story. Yeah, nine times out of ten, there's just this very loud character that's like, hey. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, give me a second. Like, <laughs> my, my most, uh, my bestseller um, is The Siren. And this woman would invade my dreams. Literally for six months, I would have dreams of this red tail siren. Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm trying to give you the story. It's going to be amazing. Let's get together. Let's make it happen. And I would just wake up like, what the heck is that about? Um, and then I went to Printer's Row in Chicago and all these authors were talking about, there aren't a lot of urban mermaid stories. And I could hear this voice in the back of my mind, like I was trying to tell you. Like, <laughs> you know, you're so not I tried wrong. To story that way. But most of my characters come to me first um, or I'll have like this, what if uh, question. So like when I was little, I used to wonder what happened to the genie from Aladdin, like after, because oh. it's very dark thought, like, 
Aladdin and Jasmine are gonna die one day. So what happens to Jean? <laughs> like that was me yeah. at like eleven, yeah. right? I mean, you're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. You know, and so that sparked one of my uh books now. It's a seven series book based off a question I had when I was like eleven. So that's awesome. I also like speaking of uh your books, you have how many series are there in all of them? Like, does that make sense? Am I saying that right? I don't know if I'm saying this right. I know there are a lot of them in a play. I want to say five. I'm going to, I'm going to. I want to say five. Uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm on your website, so I'll count. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Six. Oh, that's close. There you go. Because you said the Alpha series relaunching soon. Yes. The uh, High Arc Vampires. The Scorned by the Gods. The, oh, I don't know how to, oh, man. The Jin series. Yes. Um, And then the Tales of, I'm so, I can't read. Tales no. of Novia. Yeah. Thank you. See, I know we're called We Know How to Read, but I really don't know how to read. <laughs> And then, it's also fantasy. Like we make up words all the time. Yeah. Like, Honestly, like my so, dyslexia. A lot of, off. a lot of, yeah, a lot of our uh, book review episodes are. Natalie says a name or a word from a book, and I correct her. Wait, so you, I, you, <laughs> you forgot a key part of this. I say oh, a I'm name, sorry. and then there's a silent pause. <laughs> yes crickets and then Megan's like do you mean <laughs> and then it's whatever word I was trying to say yes yes that yes, is I apologize that is crucial yeah that is the, the, the silence is <laughs> of me going I did not say that correctly <laughs> that is my life I honestly like um and you're and so the within these series are they standalones or are they like a continuous timeline Typically. Um, they're all continuous. So okay. if you go into a series, you do need to start with the first book okay. and go through it. Um, but again, there are like crossover moments between mm -hmm. series, mm -hmm. but like something that happens in the gen is sparked by something that happens in Scorn by the Gods or in the Alpha, you you'll see something that ties to the Siren series. So they're all kind of woven together in this universe. Do you have a reading guide? for yeah. those that want to read them so like you read like you know up to a point and then you go to the other series and get to that point I do not okay, <laughs> okay. so I'll be honest I didn't realize this was happening at first my readers pointed it out and they were like you understand because they were like is that the baby from there I was like yeah they're like oh okay is that the woman from over here yeah okay is that the event you talked about I was like readers are so sneaky <laughs> they are yeah honestly I, awesome uh, okay so that also now makes me question like anytime an author has like something super intricate and the readers are like oh my gosh did you see this if they're like oh yeah Look at that. That is what happened. Cool. Out of 10, the author doesn't even realize it. Like, yeah, we just yeah. writing. We just. <laughs> you know, and I feel like, you know, especially when you start getting into your fans' theories, and it's like, mm. hmm, that's a good mm. idea. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I meant yeah. to do. It's you know? uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I am a big Taylor Swift fan. And so there's, you know, with Taylor Swift, there's all the, the theories and the Easter eggs. Don't roll your eyes at me. I am rolling um, you. I, I know. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and like all of uh, just, 
these little things that her fans are like, oh my gosh, and this and this and this. And it makes me wonder like how many of those are like, yes, she planned them out. And how many of them are like, huh, that's clever. I'm gonna jump off of that. You (laughs) see this crazy theory that when she re-released 1989 Taylor's version. She released released 1989 on August 9th, which was her last show, which was in the 19th uh, city that she did her performance in. So it was literally 1989 and she re- announced her 1989 re-release yeah i'm very well aware natalie <laughs> i'm not a swifty very, very well aware. <laughs> are you a swifty absolutely not no i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm not at all it's okay no it's 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 okay <laughs> it's lost on me i i literally went to a, i told megan this i i, I remember I, I like texted her i was like megan I just went to my friend's house and she just made me watch the full version of whatever that long ass song is. The 10 minute one, the 12 minute one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All too well. That one. Minute version. Yeah, Literally yeah. my friend opens the door. She's like, come sit. We're going to watch this. I was like, what are we watching? She's like, just watch. And I was like, why? <laughs> and then I sat there for 12 minutes watching a music yeah. video that I don't care about. And I'm like, yeah. what, what are we doing? Yeah. Like I, I will. Jackson back in the day. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. It's just like. I will say that I am a fan, but I'm not a fan that will like push her onto other people. No. If you don't like her, that's fine. If you do, I don't great. make people listen to they each their own. My trap rap music. Right. <laughs> Honestly, every time I'm the person that doesn't get handed the ox cord because no one wants to listen to me. <laughs> and I'm personally offended. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of any musician, but. I like music, like certain songs from certain mm-hmm. people. So like most of my friends are like Beehive. They're all like about Beyonce. They're going mm-hmm. crazy right now. They're going to 12 different concerts. I don't blame <laughs> them. Oh, yesterday, why are you going again? Like, uh, I just, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I like her music, but like, I'm not yeah, going to that's it, fair. You know? That is fair. Yeah, yeah. So do you, speaking of music, do you listen yeah. to music while you're writing or anything? <laughs> no. <gasps> I would be dancing. I would be, I listen to stand-up comedy when I write. Oh, <laughs> I would be writing the darkest scene and be like decapitating someone, and then like uh, Kevin Hart is in the background talking about you ain't never gonna be a slice. So I'm like, <laughs> you <laughs> are the epitome of a Ravenclaw. <laughs> that is, I I don't think I've ever heard that one before. No, that is, this is new. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, right now we're talking about putting together like a track list of writing for the project that we just released. And they're like, everyone could just tell us the song that you were listening to when you're writing. I'm like, can I give you guys a comedy track? Because that, I mean, <laughs> listening to music. <laughs> so in, in that is amazing. I can agree. Cause like, I, I was listening to a, th- a therapist analyze the lyrics of a rapper that I like while writing at the same time. So I was listening to like a, a therapist. If, he was like reviewing and reacting to the music video and the lyrics and like giving his analyzing of it so it was very so I feel you on that but very different (laughs) so do you watch ones you've already seen or do you just like oh I haven't seen this one yet so you put that on and then for both yeah I'll do a mix I have some that are like I use specifically when editing some that I use specifically when I'm you know panting or whatever um but then if I see something new that I haven't seen I'll turn it on it, it doesn't matter yeah that is awesome that's amazing that's that it's is. interesting what our brains can do like when mm-hmm. we're multitasking like yeah. it's like oh Part I'm doing this when I was a kid I wanted to be a stand-up comedian and then I found out you have to like actually stand up in front of people and talk and I have to, like, <laughs> 
And I was like, nah, that's okay. I'll go back to writing. It's fine. I'm just impressed that <laughs> well, you're You that could do the funny. same thing. You could do the same thing, you know, but just with a book. Yeah. A yeah. lot of humor is like threaded into my stories just because that's, that's just who I am. Honestly, like, I find people who can write humor into their novels just so impressive because like I don't have that in me I am not a funny person <laughs> like I'm I'm accidentally funny I made a joke about a pickle earlier so like really not top tier humor over here <laughs> that's oh I that's so fascinating I love that who's your favorite comedian uh I don't I don't know that I have one I feel like um I lean towards the um, the older generation of comedians a lot mm. more um, like Eddie Murphy oh, um, classic I just it I just go with the vibe my vibe shifts every month and I just go <laughs> with whoever's at the flow so mm, nice. um right now I am doing a lot of Kevin Hart again which is funny because I got away from liking him for a while he was kind of mm-hmm. I'm like it was his voice I guess it's just like ugh yeah <laughs> no I get it yeah 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 he makes a lot of weird pitches with his <laughs> and I'm just like okay come on settle down um but also um John Mulaney is one of my favorites I love I love John Mulaney and yeah. we frequently will quote one thing from him but yes. Natalie hasn't seen them nope. but we constantly quote the but I was over on the bench <laughs> Yep, we do. We quoted that in our last episode, actually. We did. We did. <laughs> Mine is the uh, one that he did about New York, and he was like, how did you get lost in New York? I love another one of them. <laughs> yes! With, with the, the, uh, the home, it's a great system, because he was talking about Home Alone 2, yeah. lost in New York, and he's like, um, if I was a, a comedic, you know, a stand-up uh, comedic back then when it came out, that'd be the, that. this would be my joke. How yeah. do you get lost? It's a grid system. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love it. Yeah. I that well, was like the end of that one too. Yeah. 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 And I like that so much. Yeah. I like made my best friend watch. I was like, wait till <laughs> this one joke. Like you don't have to pay any attention, but this joke you have this to This joke hear. right here. <laughs> this yes. joke. <laughs> yeah. Does does yeah. Bo Burnham count as a comedian? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, I, I've watched him. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> I saw him live. He came to my college my freshman year. That's so cool, man. Which is which was very interesting for him to come to a Christian college. Oh wow. No. Yeah. That's not it. That's not the yeah. move. Yeah. Who booked that? Um, well, my college was Christian on paper, but it was uh, very like open this, to everything. Like, like it, our our services that we had had readings from the Bible and from the Quran and like a secular reading as well. Like it was very inner faith. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like yeah. saying my college was a dry campus. Fair. I went to what was <laughs> a party school in my state. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Mine was a wet campus, also <laughs> Christian still. So, you uh, know. Yes, we were, yeah. we were a wet campus, but uh, we started partying too hard. And so then they banned all alcohol from like we partied we we partied so hard that people from other states were traveling in for this one specific party we'd have and like there was t-shirts being made and cups and like we had we, we had merch for this one epic oh, party. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, right. I I that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so um on that note, I guess are your novels YA or NA or 
uh, <laughs> mid grade? <laughs> um, so I honestly have a little bit of everything now. Okay. Um, I just was like, <laughs> I try to just make sure my branding is very on point so people know mm. what they're getting into. Um, and it's down to like the the font that I use for my name on the cover would shift if it's adult or if it's Ooh. like for a younger audience. Like those little details that's like, hey, this is this, you know, visual cue that mm. if you're underage, this book's not for you, you know. Um, so that's I do awesome. everything from middle grade to adult spiciness. Ooh. Yeah. Now Very I'm looking cool. at all your so do you design your own covers or do you have somebody who does it for you? Uh yeah, I work with a primarily Kiff um, of Solidarity Graphics is like my main designer, but then I also work with another woman called, uh, her name is Celine, um, and she does my covers as well. So they're like my top two. And then I do one-offs with other people if they're busy, but those are my primary designers. Very now, cool. So I love looking at people's cover art because I find it fascinating. I, I just like the like process of the creation, like down to the font choices and the placement of things and the symbolism of everything. And ooh. Now that you mentioned like the fonts in your name, I'm like, I got to look at this now. Yeah. Because like I was looking at my friend's uh, invite for her wedding and she has four fonts on the front. Yeah. Yeah. It's too many fonts. But it's like, it's, <laughs> like this one is like my YA. So you see how the, the okay. font yes. is like funkier, which is more YA driven. Yeah. And then this is like my spicy adult and you'll Ooh. see the font there, right? Okay. So it's something that's like a social, like a visual cue for my readers. Yeah. Um, never, I never thought about that with the font of the author's name being a cue, but you're absolutely right. That is a very YA letter. Yeah. I'm going to now probably at some point this week be taking all of my books off and looking at them and be like, YA? New adults? <laughs> Ooh, that's valid. I'm not doing that. I just reorganized my library. <laughs> That is fair. It's been an afternoon. I just organized all the books that I bought at Imaginarium. Oh, <laughs> okay. it, it took a minute. It yeah. Took a minute. Yeah. I, I was, that's, that's my bad. Yeah, you know, it only took me three months before cataloging them because I have to catalog them and they have to go in the August. You're right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> They're like I have like my own like kind of Dewey Decimal system for my library because <laughs> I'm that person. You can, uh, you know what? I'm. There's no judgment. I have a spreadsheet for no, no. mine, so you're. Thank fine. you. I I I use an app to keep track of mine. So yeah. yeah, I I like the idea that people can walk into my house and check out a book. Like I like that yes. that, that imagery in my head. Mm, Not yeah. that I would actually allow that because I don't. I was gonna ask. I know. They is a very very prestigious select library. They um <laughs> the last time somebody borrowed a novel of mine was in high school. And mm -hmm. I, I've never, yeah. I never got it back and I will never yeah. give out it. That was I, many yeah. years ago. <laughs> I, I have lost a few books to lending them out. I, in middle school, I let assist my sister's friend borrow it. She chucked it across the <gasps> art room and it fell apart. So I had to, I still own the book. I had to tape it back together. Was it Eclipse by Twilight? Um, the tw no, that book it was, I threw too. No, she threw it at someone. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, no, it was ink, ink spell from the ink. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then recent last year, last year, yeah, last spring, I let my ex boyfriend's mom. We weren't. He wasn't my ex at the time. 
I let her borrow one of my books and then he broke up with me and I didn't get it back. <sighs> oh, I know, right? I would be at her door. I, I'm okay. like, <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, like, I need my book. Give me my book. Like, hello. The last person I lent a book to was my mother and she dogged ear my pages <gasps> and they came back with stains on it. And I was like, never. Again. Okay. So oh, no. in the same vein as dog earring, I'm assuming you're, you are a, a bookmark fiend. Oh, okay. So okay. is Megan. I don't yeah. use bookmarks. I memorize the page. Okay. That's a different kind of special. Um, <laughs> I could never do that. <laughs> I, like legitimately, like say I was reading this book right now and I was like, oh, it's time for dinner. And I'd be like, 154. And then that's it. And then I walk nope. away. <laughs> What book at that point, like what book am I even reading now? Like <laughs> legitimately, that's just what I, I like. I say it out loud and then I close the book and then I put oh. it down and then that's it. Nope. Nope. I'm such a, a fiend for bookmarks that I make ribbon bookmarks that I give to all my readers okay. when they get a book for me. So I'm like, you will not dog ear these pages. No, that is <laughs> yes. worse. So I was actually, I wrote that down to ask you because I was scrolling through TikTok as, you know, one does and I, and you popped up making bookmarks. So I wanted to ask you about your TikTok lives and what all you do um, and how often you try to do them and stuff like that. Cause I think most of our authors that we've interviewed don't, they have TikTok. They don't really like use it a whole lot. So yeah. I was curious. Um, yeah, I do TikTok lives mostly during the week I don't I try not to do it on the weekend because it's like decompressions family time yeah. you know um but I do every I you know most of the time I'm either making bookmarks painting or actually signing books like having a little mini book signings on there um Aww. especially now that I have the TikTok shop so people can actually mm-hmm. buy their books for me while I'm doing Ooh, it and it's like so these cool. mini virtual signings um that's awesome yeah yeah, it's just, and you know, I've done everything from building maps and like creating characters. Like I've been on TikTok now since 2020. Um, and we've gone through so many different phases. We used to watch like movies together on TikTok. Like we used to do like uh, Twilight Tuesdays where we would just watch vampire movies together. And they started off with Twilight and mm-hmm. we just kind of went with that for a while. Um, so yeah, I just switch it up and do what feels good, you know? That's so cool. <laughs> You, that is so cool. You just mentioned vampires and I love vampires. What do you think? Okay, wait. Do you watch anime? Uh, yes. Um, I just started getting into it a couple years ago because of my son. Okay, then you probably haven't watched this because it's it's old, old. So I'm not going to ask that question. Follow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just released the new season of Castlevania and I was wondering if you knew what Castlevania was, but if you, you see that I'm you... waiting to be able to do a marathon of like the first before I start the new one I'm obsessed okay that was one of the ones that my readers was like oh you're getting into anime watch this okay so did and... you watch Helsing yes I did yes, yes. <gasps> the hellhounds I'm obsessed I love the entire scene. so you got people are like I don't like Helsing because it's old and the animation's not as good I was like no it's the story, the story is so, is so good <laughs> and then castlevania the new season's been like announced that they're coming out with and we didn't think we were getting another one so. like i went after the last season i was like okay that's it like I, I was you know i'm new to the anime world but everyone was like that's it they're not doing it anymore so i was okay with that like i came in thinking there wasn't gonna be any more yeah and so i think it was a week ago a week ago or maybe two weeks ago i saw the post and i like flipped out i like 
text everybody like we're so watching excited. this together like I'm so excited I need me some alucard back in my life yes. like those yes. blowing locks hello <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for it yeah but I guess what I was actually gonna ask you about is um do you like underworld <laughs> oh yes it is my favorite. I rewatch <gasps> it constantly. I literally just watched Rise of the Lichens last night. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! I love it. That's like my favorite. It's so much so that the guy I'm dating, I made him buy them on his prime so I can <gasps> watch them at his house. Like, smart, smart. I'm not going to be going yeah. back and forth. You need to have to have Michael so, Speedman, be still my heart. Yes. So, I need that. So that's so. Natalie and I, uh, we met because we taught at the same school for a year and then, um, I left <laughs> afterwards. Yes. Um, he betrayed we, me. You know, <laughs> decided, Hey, we're friends. I left. Um, and, uh, we talked a little bit, but we didn't really like start talking, talking until I can't remember the exact, like reason it came up. Yeah. Um, but you're like, Underworld. and I was like, yeah. And it was like, yeah. And then we just started like, you know, it brought us back together. Oh yeah. Like, okay. I I have a question. How do you guys feel about Michael? I love Michael. Do you? Okay. Wait, like Michael in which, which I almost said novel, which, (laughs) which iteration of Michael? Michael in general. Um, I like him in his spoopy whoopy form. I could take or leave him in his (laughs) human form. You said what? I'm sorry. (laughs) I, I, I like him in his like transformation form mm-hmm. him as a human is meh <laughs> i cannot stand him as a hoe <laughs> oh okay he's a big liability the oh, oh facts. Facts. Yeah. i yeah. think my, i just like him because he's kind of hot in his like he's nice to look at yeah that's about it i like him ripping out throats it's kind of hot other than that I'll pass. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like he could have done more. He could have yes. done so much more. Mm. And I now, just... did I want him in the most recent version where we meet her child? Yes, but mainly because I just liked looking at him and I yeah. wanted like him there, but he wasn't there. So yeah, I was so irritated because he just like wakes up. You tell me you didn't hear all this battle and stuff. You didn't sit. <laughs> You know, so Celine woke up, she sensed the child, she was following. He just right. woke up and ran away. He's <laughs> just like, how on? It's like, okay. No, on and on and on about my dislike for that character, but yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I wanted to be her growing up. Like, I was looking at buying like full, like, body, like, what is that? Suits. But it's not leather, it's like, yeah. Lyca or Lyca, something. Lyca, like, 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 I don't even lycra is that what it is I want want it so me at the ripe age of like 15 I was like mom I need platform boots that come up to my knees and I need a lycra one-piece outfit (laughs) and how did your mother react to this request (laughs) oh She's like, you I think I like watching her do her uh superhero jump because yes. she does a little bounce when she gets back up. It's so freaking cool. I'm yeah. like, I, I used to walk around the house like <laughs> bouncing. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love it. So I this has been circling around up in my brain. This has nothing to do with the vampires, but this has been circling around <laughs> in my brain. 
you just said that you just finished your 38th novel, right? Yes. Okay. So how how recently did you finish this? Like the other day? Like a week ago? Well, I, it published July 11th. So it's out. Well, that's amazing. Okay. So I was wanting to know, like, do you, you've published 38 novels. Do you still like celebrate these like milestones for yourself? I buy a dragon every time I publish a new book now. <laughs> Oh my all of the God. dragons in my office. Well, most of the dragons in my office now represent some publishing, you know, uh, milestone for me, whether it's publishing a new book or hitting the bestsellers list, whatever. Um, and then some of them now are gifts from people who are like, oh, you know how they say like every um, 30 yes. something year old woman needs an animal dragon. Uh-huh. So when people think of me, they send me dragons. Oh, I, that's I, better than mine. I need to. I love that so much. <laughs> Where are mine? I like how we came full circle too with the dragons and fire and all yes! that. Yes. Uh, I, I, I love that. My 30 year old uh, animal is amorphic birds. Like they have no eyes. They're, they're just kind of like blobs on sticks for legs that kind of look like feet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I only just turned 30, so I'm still finding my animal. I... But I do have. I do have with me. You'll appreciate this. They're behind me. I gotta move the the things. But I do have <gasps> yes, a few one. little dragons. I have one like little... silver one right here. Uh and then I have a and then I have this this one with wings. Oh, this one. So adorable. So these are my little library dragons. But I could just sit here and watch dragons all day. Like oh yeah, me too. So I, I love dragons. I love the two yeah. tones. That's so pretty. Right? It was so cool. I saw this book talker I follow. Um, his name is escaping me, but he had one and he was like, Look what I just got. And I was like, I need all is that the one now. that comes in the egg. No, no, this one isn't. This is just the there's one that comes in an egg. Yeah, so there are TikTokers who like print them, but they come in these eggs and they're like iridescent. You can open them. And I have them, I have them flagged because I'm buying from. I don't care. I'm gonna buy like a hundred of them. But oh, I'm gonna need that. Maybe I will share dragons with you because yeah, I have two of them in here. I'll send you the I'll send you this the link to the video. Please do, please do, because I will freak out. Are those your birds? These are my birds. Those are your birds. Okay. You know the shoehorns you used to use to, I'm like aging myself to stretch your shoes off? They're like yeah, yeah, wooden yeah. Uh-huh. things. That's what <laughs> They kind of look like that. That's cute though. They're I cute. thought it was going to be, I am terrified of actual birds. So I thought no. it was going to have like feathers and stuff. Oh no. They're, they're, <laughs> just, they're just blobs on sticks that look like feet. And I have a bunch of them. They're all different shapes. These oh. are my skinny boys. I have a chunky boy, but I can't reach mm-hmm. him. And then I have like other ones. Like I also have gnomes. I have I have a collection of gnomes, and not like creepy gnomes, like cute gnomes. Oh, okay. And not like okay. old lady, not not like old lady, like stripy, colorful. The ones, ones that are outside are they in your like yard? They're they're in. Oh no, they're everywhere. <laughs> so really, your thirty something animal is gnomes. 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 Yeah. Um, gnomes. I have. I think I have six birds. And then in my living room alone, I have three gnomes. <laughs> yeah, that's your animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your animal is gnomes. 
Uh, does that make me like some type of gremlin or something? Like what? What? <laughs> I turned thirty. No, I mean, does it? This be a fairy, you know? Oh, yeah. there we go. That's Our better. Yeah. There you go. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay, so I want to talk about books with you. More books. I want to talk yes. about your books specifically. So you've written vampires, gins, uh, sirens. I'm missing something in my head. Dragons. There's another thing. Werewolves. Yes. Okay, out of out of those, which one would you, I mean? But it, not dragon. Which <laughs> we already one, know dragon. <laughs> which one would you want to be? Like, which story? Like, I guess maybe not story, but like, which um mythical creature would you want to be out of the ones that you've created? Oh my goodness, there are so many. <laughs> um, so would dragon be your first one? I would definitely be a phoenix. Um, oh. I do have a a book that's called. Um, Rise of the Phoenix? No. Mm. Oh. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that's how many there are, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did mention Phoenix when you were talking about yes. fire. Okay. Yeah. I've yeah. tied Phoenixes into a lot of my um, books as well. Like my Tales of Novia, one of the themes is the, the Phoenix and that. Um, there's something about being reborn and being able to just like you know make the mistakes it's kind of like when my career as an author I've made so many mistakes but like <laughs> I learn I'm reborn and I keep going yeah. um so I feel like that would definitely be me in the fantasy world oh I have this is why we're so similar I also <laughs> have a heavy phoenix motif in my novel as well <laughs> and oh. dragons <laughs> I'm like, oh. I need to figure out what the name of my book is. That's very sad. Uh, oh I'm gonna the call Fire it. Within. That's what Ah, it's. okay. Ah. <laughs> I have to bring up the page of titles. That's bad. Very we sad. frequently have to do things like this. So you're all good. You're in good company here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what was, I mean, so you were having visions of your siren. Um, what was it like? I've never written anything about like an underwater creature or like, and you're right. There's not a lot of like siren mermaid mer novels out there. So mm -hmm. that feels very like groundbreaking to me and very intriguing. So tell me more about the siren's call. Um, okay. So siren's call is about um, a woman named Serenata, who is actually the daughter of a siren and a warlock. So she's a hybrid of sorts. Um, and her story is that both sides of her family treat and she's too powerful to exist and they're all out to kill her. Um, so the history of her um, world, so to speak, is years, years and years, hundreds of years before this girl was ever born, the covens uh, went to war with the sirens because they were getting a little too loose with calling men to sea. Um, and the sirens lost that war, and so the witches stripped them of their power and made it so they have to go through what's called the Naiad's Walk, which is like this internal um, test of self-worthiness for their power if they ever want to get back. Ooh. Most sirens don't even try it. Very few actually succeed. Um, so when this girl is born, <laughs> they're like, she's going to be too powerful if she does that, if she gets her stone and she gets her power. Okay. Um, so this is like a spicy adult urban fantasy that crosses worlds because we do have a lot of it that happens like in modern day earth chicago new orleans texas 
but then they also go into the siren realm. So they actually go into a different underwater world and you see different creatures and okay. things. But so that part was so fun to like imagine and build yeah. that world. Mm-hmm. Um, even like how the water functions in their world is more like air as opposed to when oh. they're our side of the, the veil. It's like they're actually can feel the water. They can't talk and breathe in it, but they can just, you know, swim really oh. fast. I'm glad you clarified because I'm picturing all of this to happen in the Missouri River and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so it starts in Chicago, which a lot of my early books do because I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I just write into my hometown. Um, and then they just kind of travel all over the place trying to figure out how to save her from the coven. That's really cool. That is so cool. Yeah. I I don't read enough. Like Little Mermaid was definitely one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. Mm-hmm. Um I just really wanted to be a mermaid. <laughs> and as an adult, Didn't I feel we like all it, right. Well, I either wanted to be that or like the warrior of like the mm-hmm. Chinese army with Mulan. So it was one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's just not a lot of like good, like that kind of stuff for yeah. new adult, adult fantasy. Like you just don't find it. I mean, yeah, it's awkward. I feel like there are a few out there, um, especially with the the return of the Little Mermaid. Um, mm-hmm. There have yes. been like more mermaid themes uh, books pop up, but there still aren't a ton. No, no, no. It is a untapped world, and you do all of your not your series take place with on one universe, or did you say that there was multiple? Yeah, so there's multiple <laughs> verses, but they all kind of cross veils. So okay. Like, um earth is the core of it but they cross into these other worlds like they cross in a gen rebellion series they cross into the hellscape they cross into other universes. so there's these veils that they have to magically access um and one of the veils is actually between um for the siren anyway is between earth and the underwater world that is um I can't remember the name of it right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> like I wrote this book uh, almost 10 years ago. But <laughs> don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't you're good, you're it. good. There's a veil there, right? So this is mm-hmm. access. So like Earth is your core. Like even with Tales of Novia, they're in an entire different um, universe, right? But like the vampires of that world come to Earth to like harvest humans uh-huh. um, and take back with them. So oh, okay. Earth is your core of all of mm-hmm. these like crazy uh, connected mm-hmm. verses. And so- it's like, it's the same Earth. So in different universes, if something happened in one of the other universes, it, you know, like they came over to Earth, something happened, but then the others came over to Earth, that's still all in the same Wow. Yes, absolutely. But like in the, the poor Earth, um, <laughs> by the God series is when mm-hmm. Earth finds out about supernatural creatures. Like Ooh. what they do in that series reveals everything to everybody. Oh, right? oh like, okay. And then in the Gen Rebellion series, what mm-hmm. happened in that series actually sparked the war that led to Earth being predominantly run by supernatural creatures. So in okay. the future in my earth in the mm. future humans are like nearly extinct and supernatural creatures run everything all right so it's cool where do you pull uh your mythology from are you like researching a bunch are you just like creating it on the whim or have you like deep dived into specific lore and legends from around the world yeah it's a it's a mixture um so for my siren um the origins are heavily uh, tied to Greek mythologies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one and the Scorn by the Gods, very Greek based. 
So I actually have a friend who went to school for that and like that was his thing. So he was like my expert and every, I would put together timelines and sequences. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going in, I'm mixing things up. I noticed how they said it happened, but what if I did this? And then he would let me know (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, that's what I, yeah, that is awesome. I, I, that's what I teach because I teach Latin and I, so in my class, it's an intro class. So I do Latin, uh, Roman and Greek mythology through the whole year. So fun just, you know, to also help with that, uh, Greek mythology is just fan fiction of fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I learned. Yeah. That's what I learned when I, (laughs) It started with me with like I was obsessed with the Sphinx for some reason, like as a little uh, girl. And I just yes. like there's more to the story of the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew that there was more to it. But as an adult, as I started researching, I was like, oh, they've just been taking stuff from everywhere. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with it as well. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. my my students will be like, wait, we're learning Roman mythology. I thought we were gonna do Greek. And I was like, it's the same, they just changed the names. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then the Greeks stole it from someone else and changed the names. It's you know, and they don't even know. It's all, they just make it up as they go. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. I love like finding, I have a shelf. It's actually the one right behind me. It's um specifically novels inspired by mythology outside of Greek and Roman, because I find, I find other mythology, because like, so many people use Greek mm. and Roman so heavily. I like finding like little nuggets of being like, Ooh, look at this influence. Look at that influence. I yeah. mean, but you can't go wrong with Greek and Roman. Like it's so good. <laughs> it is a classic. It's, it's because it's <clears throat> most readers, especially in fantasy have some understanding of it. Yes. Um, so like with my gen, that history is really tied into Arab uh, lore from the genie. Cause that's where mm-hmm. Disney stole it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to really kind of make sure that that made sense. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, they're like, what are these names? That's not her name was Jasmine. That's wasn't her name. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. This is the Disney. I'm not trying to get sued by them. Like, like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I uh, so uh, an author recently just published announced uh, a release for her novel to come out in the spring, and it is like carbon copy norse mythology like main character's name is freya and i was like really as we're choosing <laughs> choosing this I, I mean i was like i'm cool norse mythology like i like seeing the integrated but i was mm-hmm. just like oh what's it about and it's like freya's going on an adventure and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> okay we're going with that would terrify me because mm-hmm. the people who are like heavily like greek mythology like uh I don't want to say fans, but like uh, no fans <laughs> are very intense. They're yes, they yes, they are. Like, this doesn't make sense. I had mm-hmm. one person that was like, "This creature never existed in Greek." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's not completely Greek mythology. Like, right. it's, it's my, my mythology. World, so. It's you know influenced and inspired by yes. Greek mythology, but it's not yeah. Greek mythology. Also, if the ancient Greeks and ancient Romans read your book, they'd be like. Oh, that's cool. We're gonna take that now, and that's our new mythology. So, like these I people, like just, no, no, they don't yeah. know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. Um, so what, I, I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite mythology story, or one of your favorites? Oh my goodness, I think Calypso. Oh, 
I do love Calypso. Yeah. He is a Latin teacher, but I'm just a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm over, I'm reacting Calypso. the same way. I'm just like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> mine is a, mine is Arachne. Oh. Love okay. the myth of Arachne because I, and I love Athena Minerva. I love her, but she was messed up in that myth. <laughs> And I love a good myth that like, you know, shows the gods and goddesses as uh, messed up. Right? Yeah. I, I made Athena the villain of my scoring by the gods and people were not happy with me. Oh. How dare you make her the villain? I was like, because oh. I'm the author. <laughs> okay. She did some messed up things in mythology. They were all villains. None of them they were. were like, the only one that there are the... certain people or certain right. entities that people cling on mm. and you know Athena's beautiful and she's yeah. this and that so she can't be the villain it's like what she is Athena yeah. murders people yeah but... the only the the only one that I could say and I mean there might be a story out there that proves me wrong but the only one that can like claim that was it messed up and ruined humans' lives? I'm pretty sure it's Hestia. Okay, I was like, we've been thinking the same yeah. person. Hestia. Like, she's yeah. the okay. only one that gets away scot-free because she's like, no, nah, she's just tending to a fire and that's like, it. She's like when in I, her corner, like, I don't really care yeah, about she's it. Like, I don't hey, care, guys. y'all do what you want. Do what you're gonna do. She's uh, like, hey guys, you want to come over and make s'mores? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so, that's so good, so good. Oh, I'm trying to remember what I was going to ask you. Oh, so Ada, I know you've had a, a a lot of characters, a lot of main characters. Um, but if you had to pick, maybe your most recent series, if you had to pick your, would your main character be your friend? Would you guys be like butting heads? Do you think you guys would get along or just be like frenemies? Um, so for my most recent, we would be, I think we would be friends. Yeah, yeah. I love Maui. I love her. She <laughs> is a water griffin. Um, and she's a princess and she's you know bold and she doesn't you know just sit so she's the type of princess that's like um I don't like the way things are going and I'm gonna stay say something about it I'm not just gonna sit here and allow it or I don't want to be in this meeting goodbye I'm going to go somewhere <laughs> around and like be with people you know what I mean so she's yeah. very like um open person but she also has issues with like self-identity because she's a little mm. different from the people in her family mm. um and it just makes her so relatable as she's trying to like um evaluate herself and come to terms with the, the things that's in her life but I think it's her her thirst for adventure and her willingness to just um be open with the people around her um I just I love her honestly I do um yeah I would be friends with her okay very cool very cool um, I had a question and now I lost it. Oh, 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 so are there like any morally gray love interests anywhere? <laughs> morally, <laughs> I might have a type. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, there are. Um, wow. So, <laughs> which series do I want to talk about? I will say this for, for before before I start this. Um, in my tales of Novia, there is a very horrible vampire guy right that everyone's like oh he's so everything and I'm like <laughs> he is the worst person I have ever written <laughs> like, I, love, you guys I love your fan base they're amazing <laughs> but you described him in his outfit in his hair and I'm like what <laughs> it's like no guys no oh <sighs> 
um but as far as morally gray um in this series or my newest series no but like in my uh siren series if i feel like i keep going back to her um there are a couple of more morally gray mermen these are my mermen i'll show you two of them i got them on bookmarks Ooh. Hello there. Ooh. Hello, all right hello there i i oh. want yes <laughs> i was so a fire just say yes in that one um yeah i don't know i like i like writing stories where the men are like supportive and they just go away a little bit um <laughs> So they might be morally gray and I just haven't explored it, but there definitely are some. New <laughs> All right. Very nice. Very I'm nice. going to say it again. Um, icon. Uh, right? <laughs> so are your uh, stories singular POV then? Or are they- um, Yes. Okay. Well, not for Tales of Novia because it's mm-hmm. 18 interconnected stories mm-hmm. um, right across four novels. Right. So there's several POVs running up and through that. There's a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are any of your series finished? Um, Tales of Novia is, the Siren series is. Okay. Um, the Jiren Rebellion is finished, but the last book isn't published yet. Okay. Um, so it'll be out soon. Um, the Alphas is finished. Yeah, I've been working on like wrapping up all of my old ones because I have a bunch of new ones. And I'm like, really? I don't want my readers to be like, yo. <laughs> They'd be like, excuse me. Unfortunately, <laughs> my heart my high arc vampire series probably will never be finished i'm gonna <gasps> George R. R. martin that one i'm very sorry mm-hmm. um no. <laughs> i just lost connection with them and i yeah. went away and came back yeah. and I'm like, oh, i don't know you guys anymore i'm sorry yeah um so yeah so what are you currently working on if you don't i don't want to reveal too much of your secrets but like what are you working on right now since you're wrapping up everything yeah, um, so we're just working on a relaunch of some of the older stories that I took okay. down just to get them kind of zhuzhed up a bit, which I think yeah. most of us do from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm working on a new project called I Accidentally Summoned a Demon Boyfriend. <gasps> um, <laughs> Talk about awesome. Morally Gray. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, okay, ma'am. Um, so uh... It started with me doing those stitch prompts. I don't know if you guys have seen it in my uh, TikToks where I like yeah. stitch someone and I mm-hmm. prompt or whatever and people are like where are these stories and so <laughs> I've started writing those stories out and that will be the first one that actually Ooh, I love it new okay. universe or same universe um it'll tie in but it I I'm putting it on its own like planet that ties to earth um okay. just because I want to tie all those stories together mm-hmm. so yeah um, yeah our, our alien like earth 2.0 okay so so a different earth yes, yes. Okay. okay oh i was about to make a joke and i don't know if it would have landed at all um have either one of you seen titan ae yep no. that's what no. i thought <laughs> so in the end of the story um basically at the end of the movie earth has been destroyed at the end of the movie they make new earth and they call it bob oh. and i was gonna be like ah oh, bob oh. <laughs> you wouldn't have landed <laughs> maybe to some of our listeners it will yes okay highly recommend it is a teen sci-fi fantasy animated it's kind of like the same vein as a uh, Pla- treasure planet atlantis matt damon is the voice of the main character kale oh. yes 
hello kale i always had, <laughs> I always had a thing for akima basically uh they ha- they're trying to go on this space adventure against the droids which is an electronic alien race to wreak because they're trying to suck all the power and not let earth become a thing again because humans destroy the alien race but you know it's 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 a good one it's good i think your son would actually really like it <laughs> i i was obsessed with it when i was uh in middle school and high school like it was really good nice so highly recommend (laughs) oh my goodness so very cool are you currently reading anything actively i'm reading um this poison heart um i think i think her name is kaylin byrne i don't want to mess up her name but i this i have it somewhere i do own that one somewhere <gasps> yes yeah it's been on my tbr forever and i'm mm. finally getting i got me a kindle paper white and i'm like i can read again you know isn't yes, it amazing it's amazing i love it um it's something about like when i hold the page like when i get a physical book in my hand the smell of the pages make me go to sleep it's like i it's, oh, i pass out like in minutes right okay and i don't like the old kindle because it's mm-hmm. just another screen and my eyes get tired really fast and i go to sleep but with yep. the paper wire i'm just in there like oh my You're god like, uh-huh. <laughs> well that answered my next question what's your preferred way of uh reading audio kindle or physical i love physical books but lately like i said it's just like it's mm-hmm. like my quill the second i open it and i'm smelling it and i'm just the ink and the page i just passed out i don't know what it is it's especially something... my older books i'm mm. like seasoned on the shelf for a little bit oh they just knock me out this is my favorite book i whenever i want to sniff a good book i come in here and sniff this one because oh i think it has the well, do you guys do you not sniff books do i do i do but, but they put her to sleep books, oh, it smells so uh, i just fall asleep though i can't yeah. i can't risk it oh, <laughs> it's like i wish i could smell like this I don't know if my I don't know if my husband would like me to smell like this, but I would like yeah. to smell like this. I feel like if I were to walk oh. into a library right now, I would just like instantly pass out. Like <laughs> rot me at the door. <laughs> That's how I feel about audiobooks. I cannot listen to an audiobook. It puts me to sleep in 2.5 seconds. Yeah. Like I've I, gotten into audiobooks, but only for lit RPG. I don't know why. Oh. Lit RPG and art in audio is amazing. That makes sense to me though. I've been wanting to get into that and I'm kind okay. of nervous. So I don't know what this is. Oh, do share. Yes. Yeah. Please. So lit RPG is basically like Dungeons and Dragons, like mm. role-playing games, but written in a literary, like a novel form. Um, and the first one I got into was Dungeon Crawler Carl freaking hilarious this guy is running around with this cat who talks and <laughs> aliens have taken over and it's it's just so fun right but it's basically like it's like it's a it's a role-playing game right but again written in a novel form kind of like um ready player one uh-huh. how that that's basically what it is right but i have oh. listened to so many of those in audio now so that many is audio now. so cool i've yeah. never heard of that and i wrote that down and i'm gonna look into that because... i definitely recommend dungeon oh. crawler carl it was like one of the first oh. ones i read and i was like i'm, I'm obsessed i'm obsessed because okay. <laughs> i i love audiobooks i do all of the above kindle uh hard copy um audiobooks but i like audiobooks because i have to do things while i read um, yeah. unless I'm in a mood to just sit down and read, but oftentimes I'm like, I got to clean or do this or I want to knit or whatever. Um, so I'm gonna have to 
I'm have to look into those. Yeah, I recently started doing paint by numbers because Ooh. painting. Um, mm -hmm. Like I have all these blank canvases, but I would just sit there and stare and stress. And yeah. so the paint by numbers kind of take the pressure off. And so I would just play the audiobook while I was painting, and it's just like my little happy moment. So I love that. One of our listeners has actually sent me a RPG novel that they want us to read and review, and they would. Oh. Like to hear. So I have one for us. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, maybe that'll be our 20, where we haven't planned out all of spring of 2024. There we maybe go. We okay. Some RPG, because I wrote role play back in middle school. Yeah. Yeah, we used to Same. have a, no we had a notebook <laughs> and we would write our, like all the lines and everything. And then we pass in the hallways and we fill it out and then we would get on AIM and then we would do it on AIM. And I, I had, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> They're Boulder's Gate 3, right? I keep seeing these ads for it on TikTok and I'm buying that game. I've hey. never played it, never played an RPG or whatever it is, but I'm buying it. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Boulder Gate, I just found out about this literally yesterday. I got sent two TikToks about it because apparently it is going around like Boulder, Boulder Gate 3 is really yeah. popular uh -huh. right now. And I got two TikToks in a row from my friend about it. And they're like, have you seen this? Do you know the lore of the game? Da -da 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 -da. And it, like, apparently like it's so popular. And there's this one character that is like elusive and, and like, apparently like this is, it's really strange, but apparently characters have to interact with it at some point and they try, you have to like flirt with it and it will only choose like one in a hundred thousand to like flirt back with. And it's like, if you get flirted with by this rare character in the lore, you are like elite in the Bulgur Gate 3 universe. I just keep seeing the video with the bear. The bear? The <laughs> I, wait, I get ones about a tentacle man. <laughs> I'm getting this game. <laughs> Wait, all right, on live. You're gonna go out on live so I can watch you do it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I might be banned, right? <laughs> I gotta test it out first and see oh what's God, happening in this wild. game. Before so what that. I'm hearing is we're all gonna go on live, play together. <laughs> on, yes. You know, stream at the three of us playing it. Yeah. A thousand percent, a thousand percent. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. And then all immediately get banned together, you know. We shadow banned, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's oh my gosh. Hysterical. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't oh. like, oh, uh, so, oh, this is totally off kilter. I want to go back to the, the writing world for a second. And you have definitely picked urban fantasy for yourself as your, at least that's what you have marketed for yourself, but has that always been your genre? Have you ever thought about diverting from that genre and going into maybe contemporary? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually wrote some, some stories that are like more mystery thrillers. One Ooh. that I actually published a while back. I don't think it's available anywhere else because people were coming like, where can we find more? And I was like, I've tried, but by chapter three, someone's a vampire or a dragon <laughs> or a demigod. Like, I'm sorry, right? Um, yeah. But I am playing with the idea of going into a different lane of genre. I think it will most likely be thriller mystery because I get that love from my, my grandmother. Like okay. she loved a good thriller mystery. And that's who I wrote that story for. And she championed, oh. she's like, this is everything, right? Um, and then my editor randomly asked to read and she's like, you need to publish this. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, 
But then I took right. it down because it's like I I don't write that, and I have people yeah. coming into that book and then going to you know the mm. genies and the fairies and stuff and being like, what is this? What's going on? Um, yeah, yeah. But so like I do write urban fantasy predominantly, but I was told recently that I write urban fantasy with contemporary themes, and I was like, wow. that explains why a lot of my readers say they never read fantasy before but they found fantasy through me and then they kind of went off into the deeper mm. fantasy yeah kind of like a gateway drug I guess <laughs> that's I you know I never really thought about that way because mm. I was always in the reverse order like I had never heard of contemporary fantasy in my entire life like urban contemporary fantasy never mm. heard of it until recently and I was just like what is this because I only ever knew the deep end <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there was no, you know, a di- like, like access to like that. It was just like, oh, you want fantasy? We're gonna go into the fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I honestly, it's been such an entertaining thing for me as an avid reader my entire life to watch new readers launch from books like yours and then discover like the rest (laughs) what lies beyond and if they're just like there's a whole universe beyond this and I'm like "Uh uh-huh come 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 (laughs) join us join us come to the dock (laughs) but you definitely feel like when you started writing I guess um did you write a lot as like a kid or a teen or anything or is it just something that you picked up once you became no, I used to write as a kid for my grandmother because I was that talkative girl who had all the stories in her head. <laughs> my grandmother was either trying to read a book or watch one of her stories on TV, and she's like, "This girl gonna talk me out." So <laughs> she would tell, she would hand me a pen and paper and say, "Write it down, and I'll read it later." Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually would, she would read it, which Aww. was really just me telling her what it was because I'm sure mm-hmm. those earlier stories she couldn't read any of my scribbles. Um, but then it became this goal, like I'm gonna write some story that's you know great enough to go on my grandmother's bookshelf because she had oh. four to ceiling double-sided bookshelves in our home like two of these massive mm. things and I was like that's a goal for me right she's gonna have my book on that shelf at some point um and oh, so wow. I actually wrote my first story for publication when I was 10 or 11 I entered a, a competition called the young authors in Chicago and I won it and so they actually gave you like a physical print, like a physical book of the one you wrote. And I was like, right. And so I put it on my grandmother's stuff and I was like, I did it, right? Um, and so I entered that every year, I think for like four or five years, I won it every year. Um, wow. uh, so I had a bunch of those little books and I was like, this is it. Um, I wrote throughout high school. <laughs> I got to college and I went to school for business administration. Ooh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I got away from writing for a bit. And then when I was pregnant with my son, I just had this thought like, uh, you're going to tell him to follow his dreams and do the thing that matters to him. Meanwhile, you have this huge thing living inside of you that you're not even tapping into. So I actually wrote my first book while I was pregnant with my son and then published it six months after he was born. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's beautiful. Yes. Definitely follow your dreams, guys. Write your books. Yes. 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 (laughs) Because you have a story to share. You have Mm -hmm. a story to share. We all do. Yep. Some way or another, we'll we'll get it out in the world. And (laughs) you do all self-publishing, correct? Um, Yeah. All but one of my books uh, or titles, I should say, I actually (laughs) sold a title to Webtoon back in Mm -hmm. 2021. 
Oh. Uh, wait, wait. What's it called? Wait, what are you uh, talking about? Winter Sin. It's, oh, it's like my answer for Charmed, I guess. <laughs> four up. sisters uh, born for the seasons who are responsible for keeping the gate of the underworld closed and stopping the embodiment oh. of sin from walking earth. Oh my God. Okay. So I just got a new phone and I realized I hadn't logged into Webtoons and I was wondering why I wasn't getting my weekly updates. And I was like, man, I haven't got any updates recently. This is my crack. Yeah. So <laughs> their Webtoon launched Yonder, which is like their novel reading app. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they, you know, went out and got a bunch of authors and bought books from us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Um. Yes. No, I might be. Oh, no, no. Okay, sorry. I, I since I just opened this, it looked like it deleted all of my like, my like saved oh, stories, no. and I was just oh, like, no. I was having heart palpitations. Every <laughs> I was like, where is my mafia romances? <laughs> okay. Um. Yes, definitely gonna be uh, uh, plugging that in. So yes, I'm. I am addicted to. <laughs> I mean, anything, anything, everything. If it has a fan base, I am typically a fan, except for Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I'm just shot fired. Oh, I understand what I did <laughs> to deserve this treatment. So this sorry. is a safe space, Natalie. <laughs> it is. Okay. I have one more question oh. for you. Just one more. And then I think, unless Megan, you have another one, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure and a wild ride. So when it comes to writing your books, they have a wide variety of topics and obviously events that happen. What do you find is your favorite like little nuggets to write and the ones that you just slog through, like just t- pull your teeth to get through? Oh, um. It depends on the character, honestly. I don't really have a thing that I don't like writing. It's just okay. um trying to think. I guess I slog my way through. I used to slog through battle scenes, like fight scenes. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of trained myself by watching like movies and different fight sequences on like YouTube. Um, and just describing them as best as I could and you know, looking at scripts that, you know, and see how they describe things yeah. and then actually use my son for a period of time to like you know you watch anime does this make sense you know <laughs> yeah. um so now the uh, battle scenes are pretty easy or not I won't say easy but they're not you know <laughs> I don't yeah. hate them as much. um I do love writing moments between family um like uh, there's some very sweet moments in my newest release between Maui and her sisters and mm-hmm. these deep conversations between her and her parents I really do love um, kind of delving into that, you know, familiar structure and just kind of understanding how these different um, families work. I tried so hard not to like leave this girl without parents, which often happens in my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, it does. You know, where I was like, oh, main character, <laughs> parents, throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is with that? Why is that a thing? I would love to know where that started. I honestly believe a lot of us are working through our own parental, like parental issues through mm-hmm. our character. Mm-hmm. So I know I was, I definitely was, especially in that first book. Ooh, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, my first book. Ooh, that was just a therapy session. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah. I feel like it's also one of like the most relatable like trauma sources for people mm-hmm. losing someone close to them. So typically we create orphans. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's That's like... true. <laughs> Oh, I love the book world. I love the book world. It just makes me, because like out of context, it sounds horrific. But in the book yeah. world, it's like, yeah, eat it up with a spoon. Like, give me more of this. It's chapter 12. Why is her mom still there? Like, what's happening? Right, it's right. like, it's has... like a Disney movie. Um, Why is the mom here? We have both yeah. parents. What? Disney does not like moms. Ooh, no, no, they do not. Which you should look into uh Walt Disney's relationship with his parents. That says a lot. Oh. All right. My then. my family's from Florida, so like I basically just learned uh Walt Disney history mm-hmm. as like current history. <laughs> like it, it like legitimately, I know about everybody as much Florida history as I know Virginia history. And I grew up in Virginia, so like I feel like it could pass maybe like the fifth grade SOL for Florida. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Especially if it was better. Centerton, like, Arkansas is just so random when my, my uncle moved there and everyone knows everything about the Walmart family because like that's where they yes, started. That's from. Oh. They have Walmart Museum. It's Interesting. Yeah. Like, to museum? I'm like, to walk around and look at Walmart stuff? Like, it's so weird. I mean, I can't say anything. We have the Ucrops family where I'm from. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a big one there. But I'm going to be honest with you. Ucrops had no idea what that was until I moved to Virginia. Yeah, exactly. It's not like yeah. a, a big wide chain. You, mm. And like, it's like the Walmarts of Virginia. Yeah. And like I taught one of the Ucropses and that was a big deal. Like I met the Ucropses. I did not know that. Yes. I oh. met the Ucropses and I felt it was very. That's my shame. <laughs> I was like, hello. Hello. <laughs> I, yes. I, I like your stores. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to I act. Just, I just know the cookies were really good. <laughs> oh, no. Ew, no, I hate. I, okay. I loved those. <laughs> the rainbow cookies. Oh, I hate yeah. They're so overrated. I know, but I don't care. Because anyway. I'm from Tennessee, so, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. No, I worked at a private school for a while, and I met, like, celebrities. Mm. Mm. Like, Russell Wilson, the football, famous football mm. player, he went there, and he came back, and he brought his wife. And do we know who oh. his wife is? Sierra. One, two, step. I oh, had to showing off. You're just showing off. I had to refrain. How did I not going, know any of this? I, don't, I, don't know. I literally like walked up to her and I was just like, "This beat is automatic." So, but, like, <laughs> I was like, "Rate it in, rate it in, rate it in, rate it in." <laughs> I was like, "You cannot be that amazing!" Person. Oh my god, that is that is amazing. That's great. Oh, the life oh. of a teacher. <laughs> it's weird, guys. Anyway, it is. Um. So, I have one last ooh, question. Yes. Uh, or do you have another question? No, I was just going to be like, hey, plug your most recent oh, okay, cool. series. So I, wanna... I, yeah, yeah, I have one last question because um, we didn't really talk about it uh, this interview. And I know we have some other stuff ooh. planned. So a little, you know, foreshadowing. Uh, for yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted you to at least put it out there in this one so people were aware of it. But uh, if you wanted to give just a little talk about what it's like, because you created which it's, it's so cool. You created a sandbox and then invited other authors into that world to do with it within got, you know, guidelines and stuff with, but do with it what they wanted. And that is just so cool. So I just wanted you to like, be able to talk about that a little bit. Cause I know we're going to talk about it in more detail at a later time. 
Yeah, I feel like your your questions are the same because yeah. that's my yeah. latest release. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> um, <but laughs> the Eldritch Child is my second shared world that I've done where I create a world and then I invite other authors to build the rest of it with me and then write uh, novels in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so each, they are full-length novels. It's not like short stories. Um, each book is 60K plus. Mine is like 100K. Um, so these are chunky stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Eldritch Child is built in a world that's governed by a goddess who refuses to let the people in that world disrespect it or harm it, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea came because we live in a world now that is very individualistic and like we have these people who have all the power and they're doing all these horrible things. And then the rest of us are like, well, we don't have the money. We don't have the power. We can't, you know. Um, so I'm like, what if, what if God or goddess or whoever you believe in came down and was like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough, you know. Um, and so I created Eldritch, which is governed. The, uh, the most common name for her in the world is Mother Goddess. In my book, she's called Lunai. Um, and she's created this world. And as these species, there are no humans because I don't really like mm. humans that much. <laughs> There are no humans. Fair, overrated. Evolved to where they are um, a civilization that has impact on the world socially, politically, you know, um, Mm -hmm. economically. Um, The goddess holds them accountable for making sure that they keep the world at balance and healthy and safe for everyone, right? And then if they go against this, she makes them go into what is called the elders' trials, which means they pick one person that represents their entire species. And that person has to go through a very psychological, mental, brutal challenge from the goddess. And if they fail, their entire species is cursed. So it's not just the challenger, it's not just the leaders. Every single person, no matter where you are in the world, she rips you out of the world and you're like put in this little bubble for cursed land. Um, (laughs) And they stay cursed for a hundred years and then they go through the elders' trials every 100 years until they either get it right or they die out. Right. So each book in the set is written by a different author and focuses Mm. on a different species in this world who is basically being called to trial by their goddess. Question. How many books are in the collection total? Um, Currently, there are eight total. Seven have released this summer. We had one other author who she's still going to release, but she had some health issues. Mm -hmm. And I was like, please focus on your health, girl. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. They'll be here, you know, Um, (laughs) but I'm also going to be expanding it. So it's probably going to be more like 15, 20 books when we're done. So just a quick question, just to make sure I'm understanding you correctly. Are you saying elders or Elrich? Eldritch. Yes. Like the Eldritch horrors? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it's very, it's a very dark in theme because of what they're dealing with, their mm. death, dismemberment. You know, I just want to, yeah. Uh, there's a lot, like in my book, it all starts with a very horrible, like uh, a ecological problem mm. that infects the waters. Um, so it's like, like I said, it's, a lot of people die right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like my kind of book. Yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah i just wanted to make sure that, that i was hearing cool. you correctly because like the elders horrors are like something that is really untouched yeah. and i personally love them and i'm like ooh, ooh, yeah. okay well, I- when i when i went to the office and i invited them to do this i was like one thing you gotta know is like we need to know these characters like psychologically so we can try to mm-hmm. break them as the goddess right like that's the thing like we have to put them through a lot of pain and just heartache. Um, so it yeah. starts off pretty heavy on most of the books, honestly. Oh my gosh, what's that? That is that's so cool. exciting. That's and so cool. There are 
so many other questions that arise with that, but I know we have something planned for yeah. that specifically. So we'll hold the questions. This is our Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, this is our, I don't think it's an Easter egg. We're just blatantly like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> saying without saying. Yeah. yeah. Read between, <laughs> listen between the lines. Hmm. Something. Listen between the words, the words. waves, the sound waves. Sure. <laughs> or, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Um, on that chaotic note, where can our listeners find you? Um, you can find me at J Cage Author on all platforms socially or www.jessicacage.com. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Obviously, find her on TikTok, go to her lives oh. because they're amazing. And <laughs> I mean, such variety, especially yes. that. So definitely check her out on there. You have literally every type of genre of like beast or creature that someone would want to read, fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, ah, oh, I'm feeling vampires today. I got this. You know, I, f- I have sirens. I got this. You have it all. You are one stop. <laughs> one stop shop for, yes. the, for the fantasy reader and it was amazing having you on here today and getting to talk to you and finding you. my my uh twin <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be sending you all types of dragons and, and uh, please do please do <laughs> excellent I, I promise not to spam you with my amorphic birds at all <laughs> But as long as they don't look like real birds, we're good. Like, none of them look. I I will share my gnomes with you. Yeah, the gnomes. <laughs> One magical creature for another. <laughs> well, Jessica, it's been um, absolutely amazing having you yes. on here, and we cannot wait to continue talking to you in the future and all the exciting things that you have planned going mm-hmm. on. So we'll be in touch very soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Like my cheeks hurt, like from smelling a left. I was thinking that too. Uh, I was like, oh, oh my cheeks. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That is so good to hear. <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys so much for listening on this episode of They Know How to Write on We Know How to Read. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.